Welcome to the Sports Accelerator Podcast, Episode 8. The first two weeks have seen already a lot of activity uh, with respect to Team Canada. We'll go over some qualifications for Tokyo 2020, some World Cup action in winter sports, and a look ahead to the rest of January. Let's get started. We begin with men's volleyball and the last chance Olympic qualifier, the Norseka region, took place this weekend in Vancouver and the Canadian men went undefeated 3-0 and earned their Olympic berth. It is the first time ever that the Canadian men's volleyball team have qualified for consecutive Olympics. Now, even though they went undefeated, their second match versus Cuba was definitely one for the highlight reel. They were down two sets initially before coming back to win in five sets. And certainly that win ended up being important in that Cuba was going to qualify if Canada had lost their final match versus Puerto Rico. But Canada really... um, dominated that final match in three sets to advance to the Olympics. The news was not as good for the Canadian women, who also had a Norseka qualifier this weekend, uh, taking place in Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic. They finished third in their pool with a record of one and two. Really, they, they had a setback right off the start, blowing a two-set-to-one lead to lose in five sets to Puerto Rico, and their backs were really against the wall, and they ended up losing on Saturday to the host Dominican Republic in four sets. They salvaged a win on the Sunday, defeating Mexico in four sets. We wish uh, the Canadian volleyball team luck in the future. Continuing in the summer sport vein, the first ever ATP Cup for men's tennis teams took place throughout Australia last week. The Canadian men were able to make the quarterfinals before losing to Serbia. In the group stage, uh, Canada finished 2-1 for second place in the pool. Uh, Denis Shapovalov had a key win over top 10 player Alexander Zverev to give Canada a chance to qualify, for which they did. And in that quarterfinal... Shapovalov had a three-set match with world number two Novak Djokovic before losing in a third-set tiebreak. Uh, Shapovalov, as well as other team members, including Felix Auger-Aliassime, will be looking forward to the Australian Open next week, but they do have warm-up tournaments this week in Adelaide and Auckland, respectively. We'll move over to the winter sports side, we're going to start with bobsleigh. And the men and the women this weekend were at the bobsleigh venue for the 1992 Winter Olympics in Albertville, which actually took place in La Plaine. Uh, on the women's side, uh, Christine De Bruin, who really is now the team leader on the women's side, uh, won her second medal of the season, a silver and uh, she moves up to fourth place in the World Cup overall standing. The race was won by Germany's Laura Nalte. On the men's side, it was a mixed bag of results for Justin Cripps. 
He and Cam Stones finished 10th in the two-man event, and uh, they now are in third place in the overall standing. In the four-man, Justin went on to finish in fifth place. The men and the women will follow next week in Innsbruck. Moving on to short track speed skating and the first ever four continents short track speed skating championships took place this weekend in Montreal. The Canadian women were without multi-Olympic medalist Kim Boutin, but they did go on to win several medals. Alison Charles winning silver in the 500 meters and Courtney Soro winning bronze in the 500 meters as well as silver in the 1000 meters. The Canadian women also combined to take silver in the relay. It was certainly a golden weekend for South Korea, where Olympic fellow Olympic medalist Min Jung Choi swept all three distance events and also helped South Korea win the women's relay. On the men's side, Canada's Stephen Dubois um, continued his consistent season, taking three silvers in all three distance events. And in each of the 500, 1,000, and 1,500 meter races, he finished second to Daekwon Huang in the final. Dehan Huang has had an excellent season, leads the World Cup overall standing, so the result really isn't that much a surprise. We will see how the rest of the season goes with the remaining World Cups and the World Championships. And this year, South Korea will have an advantage as it takes place this year in Seoul. Moving on to updates from freestyle skiing, and it was a breakthrough on the World Cup for Mark Hendrickson in the slopestyle event, taking gold in a very, very um, unusual final. No one broke 90 points in the final, and Hendrickson's first run ended up being good enough to take the win. On the women's side, Elena Gasco, who actually was the big air overall Crystal Globe winner last season, finished eighth in the final in Slopestyle. The Slopestyle World Cup continues this week in Cesar Om. Meanwhile, Ski Cross resumes from the winter break, and they'll be in Canada this weekend in Nikiska. Lastly, the 2020 Winter Youth Olympics have started in Lausanne, Switzerland. The top results thus far from Team Canada in the mixed curling event. Canada has gone undefeated, skipped by Newfoundland's Nathan Young. They have already qualified for the quarterfinals. And in figure skating, there were three fourth-place finishes, 2019 Canadian Junior Champ Alexa Rakic, as well as the Ice Dance team of Natalie D'Alessandro and Bruce Waddell, and the pairs team of Brooke McIntosh and Brandon Tost all finished in fourth place. Now, um, the individuals in figure skating had to bypass the Canadian National Championships, but it is highly likely that both McIntosh and Tost, as well as D'Alessandro and Waddell, will still be considered for the Junior Worlds team. We'll provide you up-to-date um, action from the Winter Youth Olympics in our next update.
looking ahead to the week upcoming. The World Cups in several winter sports continue. On the alpine skiing side, the men are in Wengen, while the women are in Sestier. With respect to cross-country, the men and the women this weekend will be in Novi Mesto, Czech Republic. In biathlon, the men and the women will be in Ruppolden, Germany. And in ski jumping, the men will be in Tetesi Neustadt. And lastly, the Canadian Figure Skating Championships take place this week in Mississauga. Lots of storylines in all the four disciplines in the men's event with only one world championship berth on the line. It'll be a three-way battle between defending champ Nam Nguyen plus Keegan Messing as well as Roman Sadovsky. On the women's side, there are two world's berths. We'll see if Gabby Daleman is healthy enough to go after her third title. In pairs, defending champs Kirsten Moore Towers and Michael Marinero will be facing off against the newly formed but experienced team of Lubov Ilyashkina and Charlie Bilodeau. And on the dance side, it looks like Piper Gillis and Paul Poirier on their ninth attempt are on their way to their first ever national title. So that ends a very newsy uh third episode of 2020 again with tokyo down the road this summer it is going to be a very very busy year we're going to have updates hopefully um, almost on a weekly basis as there's just so much to cover we hope you enjoyed this episode enjoy the sports we'll talk to you next time bye bye